pleasure right now. Wondering if I can come through and I can lay it down. Uh, I'ma come through with the flowers. Wine on deck your body, girl, I'm gonna devour. I've been thinking about it all week. You got me on my feet. You got me thinking, damn, could this be the right thing for me? Could you really be the right thing for me? Uh, scrolling through my phone, looking at Instagram. Saw your picture and it had me just like, damn, I need to hit her up for a drink or two. We can go ahead and get it in for a week or two. Uh, that's how lonely situations usually last. Then I get caught up thinking about my past. And she get caught up thinking about my money. Jokes about Apple Pay like the shit funny. I've been thinking about you right now. Wondering if I can come through and I can lay you down. Uh, I'ma come through with the flowers. Wine on deck your body, girl, I'm gonna devour. Uh, I've been thinking about it all week. You got me on my feet. You got me thinking, damn, could this be the right thing for me? Could you really be the right thing for me? Uh, we have a couple relations, then relationships. We had a couple relations, no relationships. I'm all relationships. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. We here, we here, we here, we here, we here, we back. Oh, y'all in there deep today. All right, shout out to y'all. We here, we live. Forgive me. I ain't got a haircut. Shout out to my barber, B. Lee, but we're here. We are live. We are back. It is the brand new season. We got we got brand new rosters. We got LeBron waking up at 3 a.m. We got Dame Lillard going from Portland to Milwaukee. We got Kai Jones on the internet, low-key making heat. Shout out to my guy, Kai Jones, man. I want to get him on the show one day. All right, let's go ahead. We might as well, we might as well get it started. He said, can you imagine if somehow, someway, the Bucks were able to keep I'm sorry, Drew and just add Dame to the roster? No. And I say that because there's no, there's, I'll put it this way. Because I want to be weighted in what I say and I don't want to offend anyone because Drew Holiday as a Milwaukee Buck is a Buck, he's a Bucks legend at this, at this point. Like he's a, he's a, he's a Bucks legend. He's a champion. Um, he should have made a bunch of all defense teams, but obviously when you're playing with Giannis and you're playing with Brooke, and Brooke is close to leading the league in shots, and Giannis is Giannis. You kind of got to, you know, it is what it is. But I don't think it would have worked. Number one, Dame is I've, – I've seen Damian Lillard up close many a times. What is he listed as? Hold on. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard is listed at 6'2". Dame is like 6'1", without shoes on. Like, he's, a, he's not really – like, if you see Steph Curry in real life, Steph Curry is not a small guy. Like, like Steph Curry is actually a, a, a fairly large human being in real life. Like, I compare, obviously, like, Baron Davis, BD, like, BD is a bigger guy overall than Steph Curry was, even probably when he was younger and at his leanest. He was just probably more muscular and a, and a larger guy. Like, BD got a, he's a, he got a solid body. Steph Curry and BD... Got to be the same height. Like, BD is a real 6'3". Steph Curry is a real 6'3". Steph Curry looks big in person. Dame doesn't necessarily look the tallest in person. I'm just being honest. Um, so, I think him and Drew in the backcourt together 
I don't think that would have worked. I think the Bucks were at their best when they had Pat Connaughton, um, as well as Grayson Allen in that role of the shooting guard. They need someone there that doesn't want to shoot, that wants to play defense, that wants to hustle, that wants to get rebounds, and that doesn't want to be the man. And I think at at Drew's, like even last year with the Bucks, right? To me, the reason why the Bucks lost was because Middleton wasn't healthy. Like, yeah, Giannis fell out the sky. He dead ass fell out the sky and fell on his back. But the reason why the Bucks did not win the championship last year was because of the fact that Chris Middleton was subpar. But he was subpar not because he's not a great player. He was subpar because he was injured most of the season. When he came back, he wasn't necessarily in rhythm. He wasn't Chris Middleton, the same guy that they ran a pick and roll with in the finals and that whole playoffs when they won the championship. He wasn't. Even if you look at what Drew had to do last year, Drew was scoring last year, kind of at will sometimes, but he was actually out there scoring as well as playing defense. Him and Dame in the backcourt with Middleton and Giannis in the frontcourt and Brooke Lopez, it's not enough basketballs to go around. I think a guy like Pat Connaughton will fit perfectly in that role. Um, I'm sure people will want other people to start. But honestly, I wouldn't mind the Bucks actually moving Middleton up to the two and just say, bro, when you get the ball, your only goal is to shoot. We want you to shoot and play defense. Like, I think his, his, his secondary role as being the secondary shot creator for the Milwaukee Bucks oftentimes led to Giannis having the ball at the end of the games. And he was really forced to create. And that's not what he does. Like, he's like, I love Giannis, but Giannis is not at his best when he's creating. Giannis is at his best when he is running, getting wide open shots, getting layups, getting alley oops. He's not the best when he has the ball in his hands. He's also not the best when you just run in. Pick and roll, 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 pick and roll with Giannis. But at the end of that pick and roll, Giannis is the person with the ball all the time. Like if Middleton isn't properly healthy, that means Drew Holiday is running that pick and roll with Giannis, which means that when 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 it comes down, when rubber meets the roll, I'm giving Giannis the ball to take the shot. Dame not going to do that. Sometime... They going to pick and roll and two defenders going to dive to the rim with Giannis. And whereas Drew Holiday might hesitate to take an open three or that might be a two steps in mid-range shot or a Middleton that's a two steps in mid-range shot or Middleton that's a, a, a not so confident three-point shot. Now you got Dame Lillard there, top 75 all time, bro. If they, if they like, you can't even double them on a, you can, who you doubling on a pick and roll? And let's just say you decide to double both of them, have somebody play off of their man a little bit, sag off of them a little bit. That means Middleton got wide open shots, Connaughton got wide open shots. And in Connaughton, the type, he'll take a pump fake and be at the rim. And if they double in on Giannis, which means you got two men attached to Giannis, Connaughton got the chance to drive right to the rim, get easy layup opportunities. Um, I also think, um, I, I believe they still have um, Bochamp. I really like Bochamp. I think he's someone that they need to develop. I think that he is someone that can create for them, and he might not be a star for them, but he could be a, a Devin George type of guy for them. He could be a, a 
trying to think of some guys that'll fit. He could be a Ronnie Brewer type, even though Ronnie Brewer couldn't score at all. But you get what I mean in terms of like the, the Ronnie Brewer's role when he was on the Bulls was to get the ball, rebound, hustle, and play hard. And I think if Bochamp can do that, the sky's the limit for them. So to me personally, when I'm looking at the situation, I I, I, I like when Giannis fell out the sky, right? Fell on his back. Joel let us say that's an excuse. All right, cool. I'm not even going to use that as an excuse. He came back. He played well. And I'm not reading y'all comments. I'm going to wait until my rant or my talk is over. Um, He came back, right? And he played very, very well. But if you looked at those games, that team was easily, easily defended. Like, I was listening to one of them commentators. I came, I think it was, it was either Charles Barkley or Stephen A. Smith. They talked about how Giannis had to take 15 free throws in a game or something like that, 17 free throws or whatever. That's not happening, as they mentioned, with Dame Lillard in the game. Gee, if I'm Dame and it's three minutes left in the, in the game, Giannis, get the fuck out the way. I'm, I'm, this bitch is going and up. It's going up. The, it's going up. It's going up. It's Dame time. If I'm Giannis for minutes one through 45, I should be thinking Shaquille O'Neal in 2000. And then from minutes 45 to minute 48, I should be thinking Giannis from when Jason Kidd made me the point guard, and my goal was to get other people shots. Because they're going to hack a Giannis, but the NBA has made it kind of harder. But also, it's harder to do a hack a Giannis when you have Dame Lillard, I'm sorry, when you have Dame Lillard in the game. A hack a Giannis with Dame Lillard in the game. I want everybody to repeat that five times. Hack a Giannis with Dame Lillard in the game. Someone else is going to say that. that This team is running the hack of Giannis with Dame Lillard in the game. I don't know how this is going to work out, Bob. But my point being, if I'm Dame, I'm getting that bitch up. I was looking at their numbers. To me, realistically, the um, we got we to gotta figure out a name for Giannis and Dame. I don't like freak time. Freak time is like, eh, I don't like that. We got to come up with a new name for them. All right. But. The Giannis-Dame combo together, right, is lethal. You can't double either one of them. You got Middleton on the wing. Brooke Lopez can shoot 40% from three. Pat Connaughton can shoot. Actually, that's Pat Connaughton. I think Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton for his career is a 35% three-point shooter. But in 2021-22, he shot 39.5% from the three-point line. I think Pat Connaughton will get a lot more easier shots in the game with Dame Lillard than he would with Drew Holiday. And it's no disrespect to Drew Holiday. I actually want Drew Holiday to come to the Clippers. To me, that lineup would work better than the Bucks lineup. And the reason why it would work better is because Paul George, I love PG. I love the podcast. But I want to see the playoff and the on-the-court match the the greatness of the podcast. I love PG. PG is a very, very nice human being. 
Great guy to talk to. Always answers my questions. Very respectful guy. Lovely human being. But I need to see it this season. I need to see him bring the intensity. I need to see what he said he was going to do in that slam cover happen in actuality. But I don't necessarily think Paul George is best at point guard. I think Paul George is best when he's at, at small forward. But the problem is Paul George is not a top three small forward in the league if he plays small forward. But if he plays shooting guard, he could be a debatable top three shooting guard in the league. That's the problem. It's kind of he in LeBron, KD, shadow, right? So it's kind of hard to kind of escape that realm, right? And even as Giannis was kind of shifting down from point guard to small forward, power forward, PG was kind of in that wing realm. Now he really plays more on the perimeter. But if you put Russ, Drew Holiday, PG, Kawhi, and Zubak out there, that's a crazy squad. And even if you go small, you got Norm Powell off the bench. You can run Nick Batum at the center off the bench. You have Morris off. You can have Morris off the bench. That team defensively is crazy. They can run, and Russ is not a small guy. And the difference between Russ and Dame is Russ will go out there if 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 if, if Drew Holiday goes to the Clippers and they say we're gonna start. Russ and Drew, Kawhi and PG, Ty Lue going to go to Russ and say, Russ, every night I need you to get me 12 points on efficient shots going to the rim. I need you to give me eight assists, and I need you to give me eight-plus rebounds a night. And I only want you to take one or two threes a game, but only if they open. If they not open, attack and try to get someone else a shot. Drew, I want you to do what you did in Milwaukee last year. Drew Holiday last year, I believe he averaged tw- – well, let me see. Let me double-check. Let me double-check. Drew Holiday last year in Milwaukee averaged 19.3 points a game, and he averaged 7.4 assists, 5.4 rebounds on 47.9% shooting. If I'm Ty Lue, I'm saying, Drew, I want you to do what you did last year in Milwaukee, just a little bit less on the passing. Take it back to your early days when you was playing and you, were, and you wanted to go get buckets, and I want you to go get buckets – and take the other team's perimeter offense. If we plan the Phoenix Suns, Bradley Beal should not exist in that game. And then that means PG get to take out Devin Booker and Kawhi get to guard Kevin Durant. And who cares who Russ guards? Who cares about the Zubak-Nurkic matchup? So I don't, I don't agree that the Bucs would have done better if they would have kept Drew Holiday and Dame Lillard. I think they had to part ways either way. And I think they will both be successful no matter where they go. And as for Dame Lillard, the only thing that I am looking for Dame Lillard this season to do is to not change a single thing. Dame, don't change nothing. And when I say don't change nothing, I mean Giannis going to go down to the block sometimes. And he going to wave his long, freakish arm in the air. Damn, pass me the ball. Don't pass him shit. Chuck that motherfucker from 35 feet. It is Dame time in Milwaukee. They didn't bring you there to be passive. They didn't bring you there to magically pass the ball to Giannis and be Magic Johnson and make Giannis better. They bought you there. They brought you there to get buckets, to make Chris Middleton's life easier to make Brooke Lopez's life easier, and to make Pat Connaughton's life easier. Giannis is going to do what he does. He is the freak of the East 
for a reason. Actually, I got, I'll be right back. Had to get my drum. Had to get my drum. We got we got we got Dame time, but we got Freak of the East together. Woo! Had to get my drum. Uh uh uh. Freak of the East. Uh uh uh. Freak of the East. Uh uh uh. More than sheets. Uh uh uh. Freak of the East. He got Dame. He got Dame. Freak of the East. Freak of the East. G. And to me, Dame Lillard. There should be no reason as to why you should not average more than 28 points a game. There should be no reason why you should not average more than six assists a game. And I'm going to issue you a challenge. I'm going to issue Dame Lillard a challenge. Guess what my challenge is? My challenge for Dame Lillard is to take the same step that Steph Curry took. And what that step was, was to execute and to give a different level of energy towards playing defense. And if Dame Lillard can bring a championship level defensive intensity, regardless of his skill, if he can just bring a championship level defensive intensity to the Milwaukee Bucks, they will be repeating as champions next season. Because I think that they have a three-year window. I think what Giannis does is he pulls a LeBron and he signs a one-and-one, one, which means that he will re-up for one more year after, after he will sign a one-year extension after this season to basically be there for two more years. He's going to give him and Dame another opportunity to sync up Brooke Lopez will probably be gone if they don't win a championship, but I believe that they will, so he'll stay. And then I think that they pick up some guys in the aftermarket to fill out the rest of the roster with a new cast of characters, and they come back and they repeat. But this only happens if Damian Lillard makes a commitment to playing defense and playing it with a level of passion and aggression that he plays when he shoots the basketball. He does it better than anybody else when he's hot. You've seen it. When Dame Lillard is on and it is Dame time, he does it better than anyone else. He has scored more points in a basketball game than Steph Curry has. And Steph Curry is the most lethal sniper in the history of the National Basketball Association. So Dame Lillard can do whatever it is that he wants to do if he puts his mind to it. So there is no excuses for the Milwaukee Bucks. The same way there is no excuses for the Phoenix Suns. The same way there is no excuses for the L.A. Lakers. The same way it's no excuses for the Golden State Warriors because they traded away Jordan Poole for Chris Paul. And we know that I've had my past of saying what I said about Chris Paul, but he is a bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer at this point in his career. He is, but he is most definitely on the downside. So it is a little bit interesting that you would trade for an undersized guard to come in and come off of your bench or this amazing six-man lineup that I've never heard of before. 
and think that you as a team that got out-rebounded by the Los Angeles Lakers almost every single game when you got swept. Eh. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is. All I'm saying is. There's no excuses. And I'm sorry, the war is in. There's no excuses. There's just no excuses. And sorry, the war is in not get swept. But it felt like they got swept. But there's no excuses. No excuses for Dame. To me, Giannis, um, I've talked to Giannis before in person. I interviewed him post-game, and I asked him, I said, um, you know, have you made – actually, let me see if I can find this clip. It was, from, it was from a couple years ago. But basically I said, have you made a more concerted effort to try to be more of a distributor? And basically he told me no. He said, no, I'm not. I'm doing my best to try to just make plays within the offense and let the game come to me. So, with that being said, I want Giannis to do that. Last year, it felt like he was pressing. I don't really need him to press. If he's going to press anything, I need him to press Dane to be free. I need him to say, Dame, shoot. Dame, take it. Dame, I'm tired. Take the ball from me. Can you shoot, please? Like, that's what I want Giannis to do. Because that's the thing that he has never been able to do in his entire career. Giannis has never had another guy that he can look at and say, hey, can you take this ball from me and get a bucket at any given time during this basketball game? And that's no disrespect to anybody. It's just facts. It's just facts. It's no disrespect to anybody. It's literally just facts. So in my eyes, to me, Giannis just needs to be a leader. Like Shaq said that he thinks Giannis is better than him. I don't think that he has had a greater career or a better career than Shaq. I think he could, but it depends on Giannis. And actually, let's go back and play me talking to Giannis. Are you making a more concerted effort this year to be a playmaker? It seems like you're really putting forth a lot of assists uh, this year. Actually, no. I'm just, I think, uh, learning the game better. Uh, obviously, I'm still, uh, I'm not as sharp as I want to be, so that leads me to make more plays. And, uh, I think I got teammates that can knock down shots, and it's way easier. Like a lot of guys, you know, show help, show their bodies, and you know, if I pass the ball, guys knocking down shots. Like we got Kyle Colby, we got Wesley Matthews, uh, George Hill, Dante. They can make plays. You know, they can knock down shots. So. Uh, it's, it's, it's them, it's them. It's, I'm just doing the same thing that I've been doing all year. Uh, but they're able to knock down shots, that's why I got a couple of assists. So, as you see, that was me talking to the Greek freak. It's crazy that that was four years ago. That was actually before the pandemic. Like, um, yeah, that was before the pandemic. That's crazy, bro. That was like literally like that was the the start before the pandemic. That was back when when all the media could go into both locker rooms and interview the players. Now only like the designated media, the the big networks get to go back and interview the players before the games and after the games. Um, now we only get to go into the press conference room. 
So that's crazy, bro. That was four years ago. Time is whizzing by. That's also, which I'm going to go into a WNBA rant to end this podcast. But to round this whole Giannis topic out, um, as you can see, I've talked to Giannis in, um, in the past about his kind of want to make more plays. And he really said no. Like, I, I've just, you know, he's, he's operating within the flow. And he said that he felt like when he didn't have necessarily have a rhythm, he was looking to get more guys involved. But if you notice, he said, now I have guys that can make shots and, and knock down shots, right? Now that conversation is not the same anymore now that Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard is on his team. I just got to start saying Dame. Now that Dame is on his team, um, I just be trying to pay respect to Dame Lillard's name because I usually try to stay. I'm, I usually try to say all the players' names except for like Steph and LeBron because at this point they like mono, you know, like they just go by one name. Like if you say Steph to anybody, they know who you're talking about. If you say LeBron to anybody, they know who you're talking about. If you say Jordan to anybody, they know who you're talking about. You know what I mean? If you say Tyson to anybody, they know who you're talking about. You know, if you say like um, Ronaldo, anybody know you're talking about. They, if you say Messi, they know you're talking about. If you say Shaq, you know, you know, you know. They say if you say Barkley, they know you're talking about. Um, so that's kind of what I meant from that perspective. Um, I mean, if you say Dame, they, you know, they they know you're talking about too. But like, I still feel like Dame has to submit himself um, as like a top fifty guy. I think Dame is a top 75 guy, but I don't necessarily know if I put him in the top 50 all-time guys yet. I think he needs to win a ring. And actually, I think if Dame if Dame if Dame wins a ring this year, I think he immediately catapults Russell Westbrook in all-time rankings. He immediately catapults Chris Paul. Um and then you have to start mentioning him with the likes of Steph Curry, Magic Johnson, Oscar Robertson. I think um Dame if he wins a championship with the Bucks, he catapults John Stockton too. Um, I think Dame. I think Dame. I think Dame's legacy is on the line right now. I don't even think anyone can doubt that. If you, even if you're a Dame fan, like his legacy is truly on the line right now, um, and not his legacy in terms of like him being a, a great player. He's obviously a top seventy-five all-time NBA player. But I mean, the difference between Dame currently sits outside of the top five point guards of all time. I think a ring and a dominant run with the Bucks, while making Giannis better and him still being himself and making the other guys around him better catapults him into that top five. My top five point guards right now of all time. Um, number one, I have Magic Johnson. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but we have a separate channel called Ball 360 where we do like little mini long rants about players and things of the past and stuff like that. I got a couple of rants up there about Magic Johnson and Russell Westbrook. You should go check them out. But in my Magic Johnson rant, I talked about how Steph Curry has not passed Magic Johnson. He hasn't. He don't have more championships. He don't have more finals MVPs. He don't have more MVPs. Like, it's just facts. Like, Magic still got records. Steph, Steph is great, but he's not Magic. So, number two is Steph Curry. Uh, my number three point guard of all time, you guys are going to be upset at this, but it's Russell Westbrook. Like, I, I know people are going to be upset by my opinion, and he is not a champion. But I don't think you can name any other point guard with his, like, resume. 
Um, and he's been to the finals. I um, mean, I, I, I guess I, by proxy, because I'm from Chicago, actually, okay, I take that back. Zeke is three. So I got Magic Johnson, one, Curry, two, Isaiah Thomas, three. Then I got Russell Westbrook, four. Then I have, personally, I have Gary Payton, five. Then I have John Stockton, six. Then I got... Then I got Chris Paul, seven. He's finally made it into my top ten. I, I, I didn't mean that disrespectfully. I meant that honestly. Um, Then number eight. Actually, it depends. Is Luca a part of this conversation? If Luca's a part of this conversation, then I have Luca as the seventh greatest point guard of all time. Like, he's better than all of them. And don't get me wrong. I'm about to look at y'all comments and at the 30-minute mark of the show. We one minute away from the 30-minute mark of the show. I'm going to look at y'all comments and read back through them. Um, let me see. Nine. I don't know. Eight is about as far as I go. But actually, actually, eight would probably be Dame. Actually, no. Eight is Chris Paul. And then nine is Dame, theoretically. And then 10, you would probably have to put Oscar Robertson. But honestly, you probably put Oscar. Yeah, you had to put Oscar Robertson at number 10. And actually, I left out the crazy part is I left out Bob Cousy, the Houdini. Low key. You got to put him at, at 10 just for history. So, like, if you're Dame, your legacy is really in the balance, not in terms of your overall greatness in the lexicon of basketball players. Clearly, top 75 player of all time. But if we're talking about getting into that upper echelon of legends, Dame is not quite there yet. He's like a tier two, tier three legend. He has the opportunity with his play and his effort and hopefully his defensive grit to get into the top five point guards of all time, thus making it into the top 50 players in NBA history in my rankings. Now, let's go ahead. Let's look at the comments from the whole show back. So this is the first comment that got my intro rant started off. Can you imagine if somehow, some way, the Bucks were able to keep Drew and Dame to add to their roster? We talked about that already. Danny Berry said, hey, what's up? He said, Drew might be a member of the Heat. Like, the, I'm going to be honest. The Heat don't scare me no more. We got Dame. The Heat only scared me because you can load up on Giannis, zone up on him when you needed to, and foul him. And no one else could fucking get their own bucket. I got Dame. I don't give a... I, I could... Look. I love Drew. Champion. Heart of a lion. Shout out to Drew. Great human being. Love the, love the community of New Orleans. Love the community of Bucks. Great guy. But come on. He not Dame. Let's keep going. I got to see... I got to see how Dame and Giannis play together first. I know everybody hype, but I want to see how the Bucks offense look after 15, sec uh, after 15 games. I'm going to give you a 15-second response. You do good dope. That's my response. Uh, he said, yes, I agree. Shout out to my guy, Greg Anthony. He said, how soon do you think Middleton will be back and ready to go full throttle? Is Middleton still hurt? I thought he was good now. He not good? He should be good now. He played. 
in the playoffs. And no, I think he good. He should be. He should be good to start. Shit, he better be ready to play. Uh, the Nets also have uh Brooke. I'm sorry, Nets legend Brooke Lopez. That's crazy, bro. Is Brooke Lopez still the leader in Nets? Uh, let's see. Uh, Brooklyn Nets franchise points score. I think Brooke Lopez is the is a franchise leader in points in in Brooklyn Nets history. Um. Brooklyn Nets. No, not games. Where are the points at? Yeah, it's Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is still the all-time Nets leader in points with 10,444 points, which is four more points than Buck Williams and 2,310 more points than Vince Carter, which is crazy. We need Brooke Lopez's jersey and the Raptors immediately when he gets retired. So, Fresh says, what's your NBA Finals prediction? Mm. My NBA Finals prediction is the Denver Nuggets versus the Milwaukee Bucks, and I get the matchup that I want. I get David and Goliath. Um, Actually, take that back. I get Goliath versus Goliath. Last year, I thought that the Denver Nuggets were David, even though they were able to, you know, play as well as they did, get the best record in the West. I still looked at them as like the little small kid with rocks in his hand trying to hurl them at a giant. Um, and I didn't necessarily know who that giant was, but the giant was the NBA and getting through that roster and all the other stuff. So bravo. Congratulations to, uh, you know, Jokic. Like Jokic is, to me, Jokic is now a top 75 NBA player of all time. Actually, I, I'm lying. Nikola Jokic is a top. 30 basketball player of all time. And honestly, if he win more, one more ring, he's going to be a top 20 player of all time. He's easily a top 15 regular season player of all time. Just look at his numbers. Look at his statistics. Look at the MVPs. He Honestly, in retrospect, and I'm going to talk about this as I end the show with my WNBA rant. Racism is the reason why Nikola Jokic lost the MVP last year. Y'all was so focused on this white man winning MVP again that we stopped even looking at how great he played and Embiid won it. In retrospect, what Embiid did was smooth. But to me, it was like what Asia Wilson did in the WNBA this year. She played great. She put up all-time numbers for that franchise, all-time numbers for herself. They won a bunch of games, whoop-de-doo. But... Without Embiid on that team last year, that team still makes the playoffs in the play-in. Without Asia Wilson, that Aces team still makes the playoffs, and honestly, they still might be a top three seed. Without Jokic, the Nuggets are not good. Let's keep it a bean. He is the engine that makes that machine go. Without Brianna Stewart, the New York Liberty wouldn't be good. They would be like the eighth. I mean, they would be the ninth to 12th seed. They would have been fighting with the Sparks and the Atlanta Dream to get to the eighth seed so you can maybe make the playoffs. The Nuggets wouldn't be a playoff team without Jokic for a whole season. So to me, Nuggets Bucks, he's the guy. Says Fresh says, yo, Drew Holiday on the Clippers, laugh out loud, TPJ spitting, 
Team full of locksmith. Yes, sir. Somebody said, nah, Dame got to stay healthy. Dame, is, Dame was healthy last year. Like, in the Chris Haynes report, it was reported that Dame was healthy, but the team wanted him to sit out. What do you want from him? They wanted to get a better lottery perspective. Sorry. But somebody says, preach, agree. Shout out to my guy, Greg Anthony. Shout out to you for being locked in. Somebody said, Dame top 75, but, but my boy Kyrie not. My question to you, Fresh, is is Kyrie Irving a top 15 point guard of all time? That, argument's, that argument kind of gets tough. I would say yes, but it depends. Are you including Luka Doncic in there? And also, what is James Harden to you? Is James Harden a point guard or is he a shooting guard? Somebody said, explain to you putting, putting up Luka. Please explain this. Luka is a four-time All-NBA, four-time All-Star. What are we talking about? Four-time first team. Do your Googles, Alexis. No disrespect. Shout out to you. I appreciate you for watching. Shout out to all the ladies that watch. But let's be honest. Luca, four-time All-NBA, four-time All-Star. You can't name really that many more point guards that got more four-time All-NBA first teams and four-time All-Stars. Kyrie's not top 10. Steve Nash is not a top 10 point guard of all time. I'm sorry. He's not. Steve Nash is like 12. Actually, should we should we redo my list right now? Let's 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 redo the list. Let's let's redo the list right now. Let's redo the list. I get to share a screen. Let's see. Share a screen. We'll share the text edit. All right, let's go. We in the building. A shout out to you, Alexis. Now we now we gonna do it. Now we gonna make the list. All right, let's go large font so y'all can see it. TPJ's top ten point guards of all time. Let's actually make that bigger. Boom. There we go. So one, Magic Johnson. Two, Steph Curry. Ah, no. Ah, Steph got more rings than Zeke. Okay, never mind. Uh, Zeke Thomas. Talking about Isaiah Thomas. I don't know how to spell his. I think it's just. I think it's. Uh, I think that's how you spell it. Let me see. Yep, that's how you spell it. Number four, I said was who? Who did I say was number four a while ago? Um. Damn, who did I say? Oh, who did I say was number four? I forgot. Y'all type in the chat. Who did I say was number four? I forgot who I said was number four. TPJ looking mad ugly. I've been ugly my whole life, but my daughter beautiful, so it don't matter. Somebody said James Harden is a shooting guard. And by the way, drop as many comments as you want to now. I'm reacting to all the comments live as we make this list. I'm literally going to make it right now. We're going to put this up. The internet going to be upset at me. So we got Steph Curry, Isaiah. T oh, I said Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Then I said number five. I said Westbrook. Ah, yep. I got to yep. Ah, ah. All right. I'm sorry for for history's sake. I'm putting Bob Cousy in there. 
I watched some highlights of Bob Cousy. I'm like, yo, if Bob Cousy was in the league right now, he would be going crazy right now, bro. Um, Bob Cousy. I actually, I got to put Oscar Robertson up there. Um, then after that, stop saying get Westbrook out of there. He an MVP. How many of these other guys in this list was MVPs of the league? Stop. Stop. Phase Timmy Turner. Get your phase Timmy Turner. Little boot. Little, um, uh, you should have picked Squirtle here, having ass out of here. Stop playing with Russ, G. Walt Frazier is not a top 10 point guard of all time. No disrespect to Walt. Shout out to Walt. You wildin' over, bro. Stop. All right. Um, I got John Stockton, leader in assists. Then after John Stockton, I got Chris Paul. He been to a finals. Then I got Dame Lillard. Then I got Steve Nash. Steve Nash has never been to a finals. And, Steve, and the crazy part is, Alexis, because I know you're watching this, Steve Nash is my favorite point guard of all time. I mean, other than Derrick Rose. I'm just saying. Um, hmm. Now we got to start thinking. Now we got to start thinking. Um, hmm. Because these last, all right, so look, I want y'all to comment. Give me some names. We got four more spot. We got four more slots to fill in. Y'all got to tell me. Who should I put in there? Ah, hmm, I'm forgetting some, I'm forgetting some gems. I did point guard. Hmm, damn. I got to actually take Chris Paul out and put Jason Kidd. And then I'm going to put. Chris Paul, ah, I'm going to put Chris Paul 10. I'm going to put Chris Paul 10. I'm going to put Dan, uh, Dan Litter got to be 12. Um, um, hmm. Ooh, ah, I got to kick somebody out. Oh, I'm sorry, John Stockton, you got to go down. You got to go down, John Stockton. John Stockton got to go down. Actually, Chris Paul got to leave. I got to put my guy in there. Mon ami, Tony Parker. Y'all going to be mad at that one, but I got to put Tony. I got I got, I got to put T-Pizzle in the pizzle. I got to put T-Pizzle in the hizzle. Hold on a minute. Y'all finna be real mad in the comments, but I got to put Tony Park in there. All right, we got Dame Lillard. Uh, ah, is Luka a point guard already? Ooh. Um, hold on, let me see. I got to do a number list. I got a number this list. Hold on. I got a number this list real quick. Ah. Hold on. Come on, G. Ah. I hate this shit. Ah, I'm trying to number. Ah, I got to move it around. All right. Okay. Ooh. I really want to put this guy. Yep. I got to. Mm. I, mm, I got to do it. I got to do it already. 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 Ooh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Ah, I got to do this. I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm sorry. I got one more left. I got one more left. Oh, I got, oh, I got one 
Oh, I got one more left. All right, that's my list, and I'm sticking to it. 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 Jerry West was a shooting guard, not a point guard. Shooting guard, brother. That's my list, and I'm sticking to it. That's my list, and I'm sticking to it. That's my list, and I'm sticking to it, G. That is my list, and I'm sticking to it. Y'all could be mad at it, but that's my list. I'm sticking to it, G. That's my list. I'm sticking to it. Be mad at it. Luca on his way. Young goat. Luca on his way. Young goat. I'm sticking. That's my list. I'm sticking to it. That's my list, and I'm sticking to it. That is my list, and I'm sticking to it, bro. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. That's my list. Get mad at it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. All right. Uh, somebody said Luca top six when it's over. No, Luca is top three when it's over. Luca gonna win some rings. Baron Davis do had a complete package. I love Baron Davis, but let's actually let's continue the list. Sixteen. All right, sixteen. I'm gonna put Mark Jackson because he got that many assists. Seventeen. I'm gonna put Baron Davis actually because BD my guy. 18, I'm going to put hmm. – hmm. that's interesting. 18, I'm going to put Ross Strickland. And then 19, y'all going to be mad at this, but he a legend. 19, I got Kenny Anderson. 20, I got. I really like this guy, but. 21, I got. Actually, no, I take that back. Actually, I take that back. Actually, I take all of this back. Ah, no, I'm not going to take it all back. There we go. That's much better. And I'm going to actually put. Now, nah, I'm gonna put. Jean uh, Rondo, twenty-two. Kyle Lowry, twenty-three. Hmm. Hmm. That's 23 is interesting. Um, Rondo is a top. Yeah, you lying, G. Stop lying, G. Shout out to you right about that. Rondo is. Um, Chauncey Billups not top 25 all time. That's not true. Um, you got guys. Oh, actually, I forgot. Walt Frazier. Actually, I'm going to put Rondo here, and I'm going to put Walt Frazier. Raw Frazier, and then 25, I'm going to put, hmm. y'all going to be mad, but I'm going to put him there. I'm going to put D-Will in my top 25 all time. Ah, I got to put, uh, yeah, I'm putting D-Will in there, yeah, G. That's my top 25. 
Billups is not better than Kyle Lowry. You're a liar. You're literally a liar. Am I bad? Yeah, I got all these comments up. I left that comment up mad long. But that's my list, bro. That's my list. I'm sticking to it. I got Magic Johnson 1. I got Steph Curry 2. I got Isaiah Thomas 3. I got Gary Payton 4. I got Russell Westbrook 5. I got Bob Cousy 6. I got Oscar Robertson 7. I got Tony Parker 8. I got Jason Kidd uh, 9. I got Luka Doncic 10. I got John Stockton 11. I got Steve Nash 12. Chris Paul 13. Kyrie 14. Dame Lillard 15. Derrick Rose 16. Baron Davis 17. Mark Jackson, 18. Ross Strickland, 19. Andre Miller, 20. Walt Frazier is number 21. Kyle Lard, number 22. Penny Hardaway, number 23. Rajon Rondo, 24. Darren Williams, number 25. And that's where I'm going to leave it at right there. The, my top 25 point guards of all time. The internet is going to be mad about it. Read it and weep. You losers. I don't care. So, Let's go to my final topic of the night. Hold on. Y'all got to give me a second. I'm going to play some music while I prepare my argument because I, I got to make sure I come correct with the facts. Let's go. I can be there for her to try to care for her. Uh, I've been thinking about you right now. Wondering if I can come through and I can lay you down. Uh, I'm going to come through with the flowers. Wine now on deck your body, girl, I'm going to devour. Uh, I've been thinking about it all week. You got me on my feet. You got me thinking, damn, could this be the right thing for me? Could you really be the right thing for me? Uh, Got introduced to your homegirl, and 
I was All like, right. yo, let's be homies. All right, let's get into it. I'm ready for it now. It's time. It's time for me to, and I'm and I'm stealing this from him for the first time, but whatever. Stealing this from Skip Bayless, but it's time for me to unleash G. Brianna Stewart won the WNBA MVP on September 26. And me being a guy that has not only covered the WNBA for multiple seasons, but also been watching it for a long time and have been able to witness Brianna Stewart's dominance over her career. I have always had a true appreciation for Brianna Stewart. I remember when she tore Achilles, I was actually, I was more so concerned if she would still be able to come back and be herself, but she was able to do that. She was able to overcome the odds and now she's back and she's the MVP again. And Asia Wilson played a amazing season. She was a dominant force this year. And unfortunately she did not win the WNBA MVP. Um, as well as Alyssa Thomas for the Connecticut Sun. Uh, she played just some of the best basketball I've ever seen a WNBA player play all around. Um, like a lot of people don't know this, but she had like multiple torn labrums at the same time in the, in the, at the end of the 2010s. And she was always a player that played very, very well and was grit and was grinding, very Draymond Green-esque. But this year, she took everything she did up a notch, like, times infinity. She got the most triple-doubles in a season in WNBA history. She actually has, I believe, nine or ten of the 25 triple-doubles in WNBA history. She averaged uh, over 10 points. She averaged, I believe, oh, no, let me actually, let me, let me, let me not do Alyssa Thomas a disservice because I was, I was reading all of this off of, off of my head. But Alyssa Thomas this season averaged 15.5 points, 9.9 rebounds, 7.9 assists, 1.8 steals per game, and she averaged a half a block a game on 3.4 turnovers, 47.4% from the field goal range, and 71% from the free throw line. But when I tell you all that this woman has, except for the 2020 season, never been the person that you would go to to always get buckets and to be the primary just like focal point of offense she wasn't she was always a player that played very very hard she got rebounds she got assists but this year her level her intensity most field goals that she's ever taken um um in a in a um i'm sorry per game this season uh this is her second most um free i'm sorry third most free throw attempts per game this season even though she averaged her second most points per game this season, even though she played more games than she played before. So I just want to give Alyssa Thomas a shout out. Like she was a dog this year. She played her heart out. She was absolutely amazing. And she was great. Asia Wilson, a dog, lights out, did everything that she needed to do on the basketball court to be a defensive presence, to be a monster, to be a black cat on offense. I compare a lot of her mid-range game to KD because she doesn't need a lot of dribbles to execute on offense. 
She's not a heavy ISO player, even though KD is great at ISO. But KD is also great at one-two dribble pull-up. One-two dribble pull-up. One-two dribble move. One-two dribble move. One-two catch the ball move. One-two three move. One-two three shot. One-two three shot. One-two three move, move, move. Like Asia's great at doing that. And that's a lot of what Steve Kerr tried to make um, Kevin Durant do when he was playing with the Golden State Warriors, which obviously KD didn't like. He wanted to go out and freestyle and do more. Um, you know, isolation ball than doing so much motion and, and, and you know, and, and, and one, two catch, you know, shot opportunities. Asia Wilson has been great this season. She's been a monster. She averaged over one and a half blocks, over one and a half steals a game. She was absolutely amazing this game. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not, not this game, this season. She was amazing in the game today um, versus the Wings. She was terrible throughout the entire game. But the thing that makes the great players great to me are can you rebound and execute and play defense when you are not scoring the basketball? And that is one thing that I am very, very proud of Asia Wilson for doing in the closeout game versus the Dallas Wings. She played her tail off. She really did. She, I, don't, I don't necessarily always care about the shot. She was 4, 10, 13 points. But she gave me 13 rebounds. She had mad turnovers. But when they needed her to play good defense, execute, and get rebounds late because McCowan was actually a dog on the glass today. She had uh, she had 10 points and 15 rebounds after a not-so-great game two versus the uh, uh, Vegas Aces. Asia Wilson still played a great game because the great games come from the great players in games where they're not shooting and they're not doing their best. She still finished the game with a double-doubles and more rebounds than she did points. If anybody else did that, if LeBron did, they'd be saying, well, LeBron still played a great game even though he went 4-10. So, so did Asia Wilson. But let's rewind. Let's read Brianna Stewart's resume prior to winning MVP this year. Brianna Stewart, two-time WNBA champion, 2018-2020. WNBA Finals MVP, 2018-2020. WNBA Finals, uh, I'm sorry, WNBA, uh, WNBA MVP 2018, five-time WNBA All-Star, WNBA Rookie of the Year, WNBA Scoring Leader last year, WNBA All-First Team 2018-2020-2023, WNBA All-Second Team 2016, WNBA All-Rookie Team, two-time WNBA All-Defensive First Team last year and this season. Three-time WNBA All-Defensive Second Team 2016, 2020, and 2021. And she won the Commissioner's Cup in 2021 and 2023. She also is a Commissioner's Cup MVP in 2021. And she's a part of the WNBA Top 25 uh, Anniversary Team for 2021. Why is it that the internet, and especially Black Twitter, Want to talk about Brianna Stewart as if she is some like walk on onto the basketball court and just picked up a basketball last week. Do we not know Brianna? And actually, wait a minute. She also Olympics basketball uh, tournament MVP, FIBA World Cup MVP. She is a two time EuroLeague champion, EuroLeague regular season MVP, two time EuroLeague Final Four MVP, all EuroLeague first team. Turkish Super League, Russian Premier League champion, Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year, four-time NCAA champion, four-time Most Outstanding College Tournament Player of the Year, 
three-time ACC Player of the Year, Gatorade National Player of the Year, Naismith Prep uh, Player of the Year, three-time USA Basketball Athlete of the Year. Brianna Stewart is one of the greatest women's and men's basketball players to ever pick up a basketball. So Black Twitter, I know y'all just woke up and y'all decided to watch the WNBA in 2023. But stop disrespecting Brianna Stewart and acting like her resume and her pedigree is not of the highest of the highest of the highest standards. Brianna Stewart is a top 10 basketball player all time in WNBA history. And so is probably Asia Wilson if they win the championship. But put some respect on her name. Don't sit up there and disrespect her and act like she's just a nobody that randomly swooped in and stole the MVP from Asia Wilson because of racism. At that point in time, you're doing Asia Wilson a disservice and claiming that the only reason why she was a winner was because she was the best black player on the court. No, she was a winner because she was the best player on the court when she was the MVP. But this year, her team is loaded. They have four potential future Hall of Famers on the team. CP3 did get hurt in July. Give them that. But even with that being said, you still played some of your season with four, Hall of, with four potential Hall of Famers on your team in Chelsea Gray, CP, point God. You got Kelsey Plum, point God. You got Jackie Young, young star. You got Candace Parker, fourth Hall of Famer. And then you got Asian Wilson, the fifth Hall of Famer. Running that team out after you win a championship is unfair. It's like adding KD to the 72 and 10 Warriors. So I'm sorry, KD. No, you're not the MVP that year. I'm sorry, Asia. No, you're not the MVP this season. You're not the most valuable player on your team. If we're actually talking about the most actual valuable player on their team, it was hands down Alyssa Thomas. If she did not play at all this season for the Connecticut Sun, they would have been at the bottom of the team. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, at the bottom of the league, the worst team in the league, the worst team in the league, trying to compete to see if they can get Angel Reese or if they can get Paige Bedekers or if they could get any of the other top players um, that are coming out. Caitlin Clark, Haley Van Lith, they would have been in that, in that category without Alyssa Thomas. Stop it. Dewana Bonner is great. All-time score. She deserves her credit. Future Hall of Famer. But she is not leading that Connecticut Suns team to the playoffs, especially the third seed without Alyssa Thomas. So if we want to actually talk about Player to player value is actually Alyssa Thomas. But if we want to talk about the player that moved to a brand new city with a brand new team, with an unproven point guard in Sabrina Ionescu, who was not proven, who through her first couple of WNBA years, I was wondering, I'm like, ah, is she going to make the transition? She can score, she can shoot, but will she be able to play tough? Will she be strong enough to deal with the physicality that is the WNBA? And will she be able to be a premier primetime scorer and superstar in the WNBA like she was in college? In comes Brianna Stewart. You get the best year ever from Sabrina Ionescu. Vandersloot. Play it lights out. Three Hall of Famers total on one team. Five total on another, potentially. Sabrina is just starting her run. Sabrina is Steph Curry in 2015 right now. She's not Steph Curry after he didn't won rings. She don't know how to do it. 
Brianna Stewart is the champion in this situation. Put some respect on her name. Put some respect on her name. Y'all talking mad disrespectful, mad saucy on the internet, acting like Brianna Stewart is not who Brianna Stewart is. And Asia Wilson played amazing this year. Lights out. But coming to a new team with an unproven point guard, with your shooting guard, I believe Vandersloot, this is her first year on the Liberty. Hold on, let me let me double check. I believe this is her first year. She was just on the, she was just on the sky. Hold on, wait a minute. Am I right? Hold on, wait a minute. I gotta go back. I just want to make sure because we know that the uh, uh uh you know you know Twitter is gonna be an up. I believe this is Courtney's first year as a New York Liberty guard. Let me see why don't why don't basketball reference pop up at the top for WNBA players? Yes, this is our first year on the New York Liberty, so I I just had to double check my facts, triple check because I knew I was right. Elevating Sabrina Ionescu coming up. After her first initiation and phases in the WNBA, not necessarily gaining her footing. Then you get uh, aging Courtney Vandersloot from Chicago. And although she has been an all-star the past three years, she's 34 years old. She is getting up there in age. And I, I'm, so I'm not saying that disrespectfully. I'm just saying that, honestly, she is 34 years old. Sabrina is 20 years old. It's a 14-year age gap. It's larger than me and some of my younger brothers, right? Sabrina had a solid year last year. But when you look at her stats from last year, she shot the ball 1.5 times more per game. She technically shot more threes this year, but she shot 11 point, I'm sorry, she shot 11.5% higher this year from the three-point line. She actually took, 2.4 less two-point shots this year. And her effective field goal rate this year went up 7% from last year. And her field goal, I'm sorry, her free throw percentage went down a little bit. And her rebounds went down a little bit, obviously. And her assists went down, obviously, obviously because you have Vandersloot there as well as Stewie holding the ball. But she had less turnovers and only 0.4 less points than last year on 1.5 less shots. That only happens if Brianna Stewart is there to help steward them into wins and to help them and their offense grow, to help Sabrina get easy open looks, to help Sabrina say, hey, I don't always have to create and make the shot. I can just take open threes all game long and take my three-point um, shot attempts up one a game from 6.9 to 7.9 because now Brianna Stewart's gravity is so heavy and I have John Quill Jones, former M I'm sorry, former WNBA MVP, there to take up some of that gravity. Now I have the ability, and I'm sorry, I left John Quill Jones out of there earlier. So it's four, technically four Hall of Famers for the Liberty, five for the Aces. But as I mentioned, Vandersloot is aging. Sabrina is young. Sabrina will be a Hall of Famer. She is not a Hall of Famer yet. She will be, but she is not yet. Um... And and I think Jackie Young will be a Hall of Fame level player in the future, even though she is not yet. But I do believe that to be true uh, for both teams. So if I'm looking at it, I got five Hall of Famers on the Aces, four on the Liberty. But when you look at John Quell Jones, John Quell Jones was not. Let's see. John Quell Jones was not. 
MVP caliber Jonquil Jones. Jonquil Jones wasn't even an all-star this year. She played every game. She averaged 11 points and 8.4 rebounds. When she was the MVP, she averaged 19.4 and 11.2. But you know why you can't do that? Because you have the presence that is Brianna Stewart on the court, stewarding your franchise into wins and into relevance. Brianna Stewart this year, first player in WNBA history to record four 40-point games in a, se- I'm sorry, in a single season. She was the AP Player of the Year for 2023. All NBA, I'm sorry, all WNBA uh, uh, defensive first team. All WNBA All-Star captain. 2023 Commissioner Cup. They won that this year, even though John Quill Jones won the MVP because Brianna was a little bit off that game. She was the Eastern Conference Player of the Week six times this year. Three-time Eastern Conference Player of the Month. She averaged 23 points per game, 9.3 rebounds, 13.8 assists per game, 1.6 blocks per game, 1.5 steals per game, and she led the league in wins above replacement. She was a single-season franchise record in terms of points and rebounds. She had the single-season franchise record in tying 2020. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She had the single-season, sorry, she had the single-season franchise record tying 2020 double-doubles, and she had seven 30-point games. Second most in single, I'm sorry, the second most points in a single season in WNBA history, even though they did play 40 games this year versus their usual amount that they will play. She was second in scoring, third in rebounds, third in total blocks, third in double doubles, eighth in steals, fastest player in WNBA history to reach 4,000 points, and she led in offensive win shares as well. And she also averaged a block and a half a game and a steal and a half a game. So the disrespect to me is just a little confusing. Is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike? Why is black Twitter screaming racism? It's not racism. It's not racism. Black Twitter. Brianna Stewart didn't win the MVP because of racism. She won it because the narrative was better. Alyssa Thomas was the underdog. She actually cannibalized a lot of what Asia Wilson's votes would have been because she was the underdog. But if you look at the situation, it was set up for Brianna Stewart to go to a new market, which you hope would be the biggest market in the WNBA. And hopefully she balls out. Hopefully she sets franchise records. Hopefully she gets a steal in a, 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 a steal in a half a game and a block in a half a game. Hopefully she averages more than 20 points. Hopefully she averages more than nine rebounds a game. Hopefully she wins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hopefully she leads the league in offensive win shares. Hopefully she leads the league in wins above replacement. Hopefully she does all of this. Hopefully she makes Sabrina Ionescu better. Hopefully she makes Courtney Vandersloot, who's an aging superstar, better. Hopefully she's able to play with John Quill Jones, who's a former WNBA MVP who averaged 19 and 11 a game in a season. Hopefully she's able to do all this in this new market. With all this new pressure, with the New York media, with Asia Wilson doing what she's doing in Las Vegas. And then you get this scrappy Connecticut Sun team that comes up underneath the stewardship of Alyssa Thomas. And they become relevant. They actually push the New York Liberty to have to even finish the whole season out and play every game and not even rest anybody. And shout out to Becky Ham. She said, well, maybe I rested Asia Wilson too much at the end of games. Maybe. But to me, she still wasn't the MVP. 
You still have four other potential Hall of Famers on the team. You have the sixth woman of the year on the team. You have a great team that's full of depth that has numerous champions on it. Hundreds of playoff games played. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The narrative for Brianna Stewart was set up for her to win the championship if she performed. And she came out and she performed. She performed. And the crazy part is, y'all so disrespectful to Brianna Stewart. Regular season head-to-head wins, her and Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson won 9-6. Playoffs, Brianna Stewart won 4-3. Total games played, Brianna Stewart 223. Asia Wilson 189. Points per game, Brianna Stewart averages 20.8. Asia Wilson averages 19.9 for a career. Total rebounds a game, even at 8.7. Total assists per game, Brianna Stewart 3.1. Total steals per game, Brianna Stewart 1.4. Asia Wilson 1.1. Total blocks per game, Asia Wilson 1.8, Brianna Stewart 1.5. Field goal percentage, Asia Wilson 49.1 to Brianna Stewart 47.2. Three-point percentage, Brianna Stewart 36.6 to Asia Wilson 36. Free throw percentage, Brianna Stewart 83.5% to Asia Wilson's 80.8. Effective field goal percentage, 52.9% for Brianna Stewart to 49.8% for Asia Wilson. Brianna Stewart has won two championships to Asia, Asia Wilson's one championship. Brianna Stewart has made All-NBA first team four times. She's made All-WNBA all five times compared to Asia Wilson making All-WNBA team, uh, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, first team twice and the All-WNBA team third, I'm sorry, three times. Brianna Stewart, five-time All-Defense team. Asia Wilson, three times. They're both a two-time MVP. Asia Wilson has won two Defensive Player of the Year awards, which is interesting because Brianna Stewart has more all, in, all, w, all WNBA defensive awards, and they're also tied in All-Star awards. But if you look at these numbers head-to-head, Brianna Stewart is outpacing her. Even in this, like, I'm just being honest. Even in a regular season matchups, Brianna Stewart averages more points, more rebounds. Like, I, I'm confused at why we have this thing that we have where we're claiming racism or acting like people was tweaking for saying Brianna Stewart was the, the league MVP. She got the best narrative in the biggest market. Her and Alyssa Thomas value was like this. Asia Wilson's value relative to her team, relative to v- Brianna Stewart's value relative to her team. Brianna Stewart's value is up here. Asia Wilson is this here. Asia I'm sorry, Alyssa Thomas's value is here. Brianna Stewart is here. But if you look at Brianna Stewart's numbers, they're so overwhelming, you have to get that to her. It's not racism. So I know that was a long-ass rant, but I had to. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it, bro. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. So anyways, man, it's been two-for-one show. Next time I get on here, I will preview um, the season. But I had to talk about Dame Lillard. And also, actually to round this out, will LeBron fall off this year? Will LeBron fall off this year? Will LeBron fall off this year? I believe he's been falling off. 
Um, the numbers support his greatness. So he, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say that his level of great, that he is still not a great player. LeBron is still a great player. I think he's a, to me, I have him as like my number, I think like 13, 14th best player in the league right now. But he's still a top 20, top 15 player night in, night out, which says a lot because this NBA is loaded with talent across the board, especially in the front court. Um, but I believe he's been on a – like his numbers are are steady. You know, they're steady like the S&P 500 or like a, or Apple stock, you know. But like the stock was going crazy a long time ago. Now it's just kind of leveled out and it's slowly like he still gets better because he's older. But it, it doesn't have the same level of power that it had as it was going up. Um, so – Ooh, I, this says Ebron. I'm sorry. Will LeBron? Will LeBron fall off this year? So, if you ask me if LeBron will fall off this year, I'm gonna say I believe he's been slowing down, but I don't believe that this will be the year of drastic change. I think this is actually LeBron's final hooray. Um, I think he really wants to play with Bronny, and I'm praying for Bronny and hoping that his heart condition allows him to be able to play um, for USC. Um, he didn't practice in the first practice that they had. I, I haven't updated my information since then. So I'm hoping that he'll get back on the court and be healthy. Um, and we all know that LeBron wants to play with his son. So I think that in LeBron's eyes, this is his opportunity to have his last final, like, to me, this is LeBron's chance for him to have his MJ 98 season. If LeBron wins a championship this year, he's instantly got this decade over Steph Curry the last 10 years, which which they've been in uh, this heated battle um, because it's just, we just speaking facts. He got two in Miami, and he's got three since Steph Curry's been in the league, right? You know, he got one with the Lakers, one in Cleveland. LeBron got four rings, one with the Lakers, one in Cleveland. Okay, yeah, so that would give him three rings. Steph, how many rings does Steph have? Actually, damn, Steph got four rings? Never mind. Seth got four rings, right? Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. In terms of but I, I I am honest with my last comparison in terms of like my last dance comparison. But I don't necessarily think that this catapults him instantly like over Steph Curry. Like he's already a greater player than Steph Curry all time. But if we want to talk about the, the last decade, who was the best who had the best run of the last 10 years. If LeBron wins this ring, he will top that off with having the best run of the last 10 years. And I think he has his opportunity to have his Jordan last dance moment this year of like, this will be the season where the LeBron documentary ends, or you might get like maybe a five minute part in a documentary at the end about like him going to play with LeBron and averaging 20 points and finishing out his career averaging 25 and five before deciding to hang it up because he didn't want to average less than 20 points. But I do think that this will be the year where like LeBron gets his final last output. Now, I don't know what that will be, um, but if he's smart, it will be trying to get Anthony Davis and the rest of those guys involved in the offense and in the team and really trying to move forward and build a legacy beyond himself. Um, because I still think LeBron can be the greatest effector of basketball when he's on the court. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's the best player on the court. And I think Anthony Davis is the best player for the Lakers. But it's up to LeBron to help Anthony Davis become an effective basketball player 
night in, night out, consistently the same way. As I said in the intro, Dame has to. So, anyways, about to sign off. Let's see. Let's play some unreleased me and Pavy music. Rolodex. As I get ready to sign out of here for the night, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Drop a like. Shout out to y'all for hanging out with me on your Friday night, Saturday morning. I hope Dion win in the morning. Till next time, be your boy TPJ. Let's get it. Tryna get lit like it's my wedding day. Tryna get cake like it's my wedding day. I'm tryna get lit like it's my wedding day. Tryna get cake like it's my wedding day. Tryna get to the guac and never hate. On these niggas all the time, they be hating, but I'm chillin'. Remember days when they used to make me to the villain. Now I'm talk much, I don't speak on wax. Now I'm talk much, cause I only speak facts. Don't speak to a fuck, nigga, niggas wanna hate. I don't really wanna or have to debate. I'm moving on to the next level. I'm moving on to the finer thing. Cause I remember days when I used to scrape for the change. Now I'm out here trying to get straight to a range. Mix it up, get drunk. 